Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die at the roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and joining me again for this week's performative Dungeons & Dragons podcast is Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. We were given warnings of which we should heed while we were drinking Blackleberry Mead. I'm Ark. Yeah. Oh. Yes! Blackleberry Mead, the only fantasy drink that we need to consume. Um, and I believe a creation of Amy's, is that right? Mm-hmm. You came up with that in the bar. I did, yeah. yeah. Blackleberry Mead. And it also takes a, a centre stage in my rap as well. In my oh, very nice. Well, talking of Amy's rap, I'm also joined by IGN's Amy Mallet. Zach is back with a brand new rap, guzzling Blackberry Mead on tap. After all those mind shadows, I was a wreck, and I'm so glad Titus passed his medicine check. Very nice. Very nice. I'm so glad I'd be dead if not. (laughs) (laughs) The Welbra Massive bigs you up, Amy Mallet. I'm also joined by WhatCulture.com's Adam Wilborn. It's Titus, bitch, with Zach and Ark. What a team. Just don't rely on me in a vision or a dream. Last time I shanked someone. Not my proudest moment so far. But then I saved her. Because I'm mint at risky CPR. Lovely. Yes. Risky CPR. Yeah, I I wasn't sure what a medicine jet qualifies as, but that rhymed, so it's going in. Yeah. I love the idea of a risky CPR as well. You just grab any random body part and just press down. (laughs) Oh, it turns out I've just... uh, I've just broken all of her ribs. Uh, I don't know my own strength. I do apologise. Is everybody ready to continue the adventure? Yes. 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 Previously on Dice with Death, a gunshot rang out in the small room of a tavern occupied by Mystic Helena, four heavily armed guards and a very squished Arxachyr and Titus as you sat bunched together at the back of a closet. In walked Magnus Brink, a solar naval reject and leader of the militarised gang of misfits, the Jackals, brandishing his smoking pistol towards the ceiling. After intimidating the crowd of guards and Mystic Helena, he then set about checking the wardrobe at the back of the room, while his guards raised their rifles to meet anything that came out of it. Luckily, he found nothing, sent everybody on their way, and said he'd see Mystic Helena at the fight pits later that day. Having all exited the invisibility closet scot-free, the woman known as Mystic Helena dropped her Parisian accent and introduced herself to you all as Madame Mordana, the half-orc woman or a scales guard had sent you to find. After lying to Madame Mordana's face more than several times over the space of 30 minutes, you finally came clean about being wanted criminals, the hollow card you needed access to, and the quest to find the mysterious Mr. Moto Hirokoshi. Madame Mordana revealed a letter she'd received from Mr. Hirokoshi that specified the sanctuary of a bear, an iron, a storm, and the shape of a triangle, along with an instruction to swim in the sky cavern of Mount Ujia to be delivered. Having felt a very strong magical presence between you all, Madame Mordana set about using her arcane foresight to see into your possible futures. Through harrowing visions that left you all bloodied enough to use up Madame Mordana's good towels and rinse the now unmanned tavern of its blackleberry mead stocks, you all discovered the very basic gist of an unbeknownst ancient prophecy. Ark, as well as seeing his own death by mind shadows, heard a voice say, The might of a bear, reinforced by iron and protected by a storm, will smite the undead loyalists and restore Petro Solidus. Titus, true to previous visionary form, killed (laughs) Sakai with his own sword after his arm was turned to dust by dark magic and then nearly died at the hands of mind shadows. 
Zakaya was told by voices that she was the bear before spotting a plane walker coated in dark arcane magic, three times the size of one you'd encountered at the South Shore Barracks. With Zakaya knocked unconscious, Titus, with a very successful and desperately needed medicine check, revived Zakaya, saving her from death. Madame Modana then tried one more less intrusive and deathly attempt to determine your futures by consulting the Destiny Stones. After closing your eyes and holding each other's hands, the stones fell into the perfect shape of a triangle on the table, echoing another prominent detail from Mr. Hirokoshi's letter to Madame Mordana. And that's where we are now. Oof. With you all still sat on the stools, still holding hands, Still Ark and Zakaya having that awkward hand-holding moment. Madame Mordana sits back in her chair and says, Everything in this letter so far has come to pass. It's clear to me that I have to get you to Mount Ujia and honour Mr. Hirokoshi's word. She takes a second to gather herself and a slight smirk comes on her face and she says, but before we do any of that, how's about another round of blackberry mead on the house, eh? Hey! You also did say you might go on a date with our mate. Is that still something you're interested in? Oh, yes, I did do that. I did say, didn't I? Look, we'll get to that. That I, I will make sure that that happens for you. But let's get some blackberry mead in and then we can talk about it, all right? There's a hey. fresher batch in the cellar. I'll head down and bring up a cold cask for a little tipple before we make haste. How's that sound? Oh, merci beaucoup, uh, madame. <laughs> merci. Oulou vous coucher avec moi ce soir. My character's forgotten that she's not French since the last episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's, uh, as you're saying this, she's uh, already left the room through the purple curtain and she heads down to the cellar, leaving you all sat around the table together. Cool. So we got, we still got the... Um, kind of like rags and stuff haven't we covered in blood yes you do is there a fire in the room yeah there is there's a there's a there's a small um wood burning stove at the far back of the room it's only a small room to fit all of you lot in around this table but yeah there's a there's a wood burning stove at the back of the room and it's on cool so i'm gonna i've wiped my face all the blood and everything it's pretty gross i'm gonna throw it into the fire well i see i see that as a challenge so i'm gonna throw it into the fire from where i'm sitting (laughs) <laughs> like when you go ping with like an elastic brand see if you can get it in <laughs> um okay Ark make me a dexterity check to throw this rag into the open fire I just I could just put it in like I don't I you... just I just want to put it in I just want to burn it I don't I, I'll, if you, if I'll you roll just it stand up, if you just want to stand up and put it in the fire that's fine but I imagine Titus is going to throw it yeah 100% I rolled a... Um, oh, no, hold on, hold on. Dexterity. So give me acrobatics. Um, acrobatics. That's an 18. Oh, yeah. It goes straight in the fire. Lovely. This fire hasn't got a, a a door on it, but as soon as this rag covered in this blood hits this flame, the rag goes up in flames, like immediately destroys itself. And instead of red orangey fire you just see dusty charcoaly flames erupt from it only for like a split second and then it goes back to a normal fire 
I'm going to lean back on my chair. And you know, like some people, when they throw stuff into a bin, they'll like say the name of their favorite basketball player, like Kobe or whatever. I'm going to say LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. <laughs> Titus has got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> you thought we were done, listener. You thought we yeah. were done. It's never, never over. Never. Never. Uh, Titus, make me a uh, acrobatics check, please. Vines are as dead as Squiddy. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't die on screen. Didn't die on screen. Exactly, not dead. Uh, 16. 16, the same happens. You, uh, you, you, You throw this rag, which you've balled up into your hand, um... Not as good as uh, Ark did. Not as well as Ark did. It well. kind of un- <laughs> unfurls itself and kind of floats back into the fire. But again, you see red and orange flames nowhere near this thing. It erupts into this black charcoal flame and then turns back to red and yellow. We, we both turn to look at uh, Zach. And I yes. just go, I say, whoever threw that rag, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I just look at them a little bit awkwardly. I've had a lot to drink, remember, so I'm a little bit unsteady and uh, a little bit woozy. So, uh, yeah, I just sort of like blink a little bit awkwardly at them and kind of go, okay, cool. Not sure what you guys were trying to prove, but uh, do you feel better now? Mm, I'd feel a lot better if you threw yours in. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to cast Guidance on Zakaya. Okay. You cast Guidance on Zakaya. Zakaya, it looks like you're being forced into some kind of competition. What I never I never asked for this rag-throwing competition. <laughs> what the fuck? Throw, you, throw your bloody doing? rag on the fire. Go on. This is, Go this on. is the whole episode now. This is it. This is like the whole yes. series. This is, this is um, uh, Release the Shark Part 2, where we just get obsessed with one trivial thing. <laughs> throw the rag. Throw, throw the rag. rag. Release the rag. <laughs> um, what, am I, what am I rolling? Uh, you're rolling acrobatics, please. Okay. With a D4 as well. That's a D4. 19. 19, Zakaya. Damn. Okay. Um, yeah, this ball of <laughs> bloodied rag just arcs so perfectly and lands directly in the centre of the fire and, again, does exactly the same as what the other rags do. Black charcoal flames erupt then back to red and yellow. But, clearly, Zakaya is the winner of that competition, the, the rag-throwing competition. <laughs> Fair play, Zach. That was a great throw, mate. I mean... What have you thrown it with your, your arm that you lost? How did you lose that arm again, by the way? Maybe after another round, I'll tell, ah, I'll tell you that tale. Days. Tell you that tale, my friend. Oh, how's everyone uh, feeling after that that uh, bizarre little seance thing that we had to do? I was so not up for it, but it was quite a trip when you were in it. Well, it was brief. <laughs> what did you guys see when you were in there? Nothing. Nothing in mine. Nothing. At all. Nothing at all. What about you, Ark? So, I obviously, I, I killed a load of people. I was, it was pretty epic. Oh, yeah, um, I killed a load of people as well. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Obviously, obviously. Unfortunately, I... I... Not, not, but not friendly people. It, bad people. Just, I, I don't know why I felt the need to clarify that, but none of my friends died in my vision, okay? <laughs> Just stop talking about it. Insight check. 
Ooh, <laughs> yes. Yes, roll me an insight check now. That's a 22. Ooh. Do you want to roll deception on me? Do you want to see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shall I yeah. roll? Let's, okay. let's do yeah. it just, yeah. just for fun. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, yeah, Titus, roll a deception check. What was yours? 22. Uh, 22. What's your Literally. plus two? What's your plus to deception, Titus? Two. <laughs> two. So, so you need to get a <laughs> nat twenty. <laughs> you need to get a nat twenty. Okay. Ready. Good luck, everyone. Oh my god! Three. <laughs> so five in total. Okay, Ark, you uh, you know what's up with Titus. Okay. Uh, you know that he is lying to you about something from the dream. Okay, I'm going to keep that to myself for a bit, I think. Um, yeah, I'm going to do the uh, Michael Scott, you know, when he does the, I will kill you. <laughs> just... <laughs> you, do the, you do the death stare across the table to him, put your hands up and say, I will kill you. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, what do you see, Zach? Um, well, I mean, I'm not sure if it was just because I was a little bit tipsy, but <laughs> I saw a plane walker, and it was bloody massive. It was, like, about the size of 30 plane walker, because walker. In the, in the time that since, since Zach has thrown this rag into the fire and it's erupted, because she did it so well and it boggled her mind, she's had a stroke. <laughs> That's why she sounds the way she is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, li- I'm just, just dribbling out the side of my mouth. And no one can wipe it because there's no more rags. So. <laughs> Might need to use one of our madam... Oh gosh, what is it? Madame Morgana's, um, Madame Morgana's dresses. <laughs> You're all so drunk from all the Blackberry me that you can't even remember Madame Morgana's name. Um, <laughs> At least I said plain walker, not plain walker. Like my <laughs> mum's, my mum says Primarchs. <laughs> <laughs> well, my nan says Top Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a Mars bar? <laughs> As you're all conversating round this table with Madame Mordana gone out the room to the cellar. You start to hear the muffled voice of a single man shouting at the top of his lungs in an authoritative and very public manner. From where you are, you can't make out what the voice is saying, but you can estimate that it's coming from the square outside between the tavern and the electronic store. What do you do? Oh, it's not that jackal twat again, is it? I could stealth out and take a peek. I am quite good at that. Mmm, you're a stealth king. I just want to see it happen. So I will, abs- <laughs> I'm going to cast guidance on you, uh, Titus. Titus, roll me a stealth check and add a d4 to your roll and your bonuses. While you're there, Titus, see where she's at with a mead. <laughs> 22. <laughs> like a shadow. Like a fart in the wind. I'm bringing it back, listeners. Like a ballerina made of wind. <laughs> <laughs> Titus exits the room through the purple curtain and heads round the side of the, uh, the bar. 
um, that the cellar is behind the bar and downstairs. So you see that the trap doors open, you see the lights are on down, but you head round towards the really smudgy, coldly kind of covered windows. And you're taking a peek, are you, Titus? Well, just I, I would hope that the closer I get, the more I'd be able to hear what was being said. I'd rather listen uh, to that first before I show my face, just in case. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, okay. Roll me a perception check. Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you won't be able to hear anything more unless you get right up to that window. Bearing in mind, this is a really old tavern. Like the windows, you can see out of them, but you can't make details out. And not a lot of people can see in. They're just really smudged up and and grimy and greasy. So you could make your way up to the window, probably without being seen, unless you rolled in that one. <laughs> let's have a, yeah, let's have a little peek, shall we? Okay. You move up to the windows. Um, have you, have you called after um, Arkan Zakaira? Is it still just you? I, I, the more, the more, the less stealthier. So I'm, it's, I'll, I'll relay the message when I get back. It's just me. For okay. Now. You see, all the men and women who were in the tavern when you first entered about half an hour ago. By the way, it is now 7am. It's 7am and people have left the tavern who have been drinking. <laughs> um, yeah, you see all the men and women who were in the tavern when you first entered. Mine workers standing in complete silence with saddened looks on their faces as they look towards a mobile metal platform on carriage wheels. You also see the jackals, like tens of them, all surrounding the workers and even more up on some of the buildings in the high street with rifles pointed towards three prisoners wearing mine worker overalls who are tied to metal poles fixed on the platform. Right, so I'm going to tell the guys that there is what looks like an execution going on outside that's being, ex- that's being done by the, the jackals, knobhead. And uh, being witnessed by the whole town, who don't seem too pleased by it, but can't do anything, and, and, and ask if, if they think we should intervene or just stick to our quest. How are we looking? Like, how are we physically looking? Because uh, I am not feeling very well at the moment. Yeah, just- <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, the hangover is obviously going to come as well, so let's add that to the <laughs> equation. But also, six. I've got six HP right now. So yeah, yeah. I've got about half health. So I've got oh no, sixteen HP. I've got now. Yeah, I've I've also got no spell slots. Oh damn! Zakaya and Ark, have you moved up to where Titus is? Titus, where are you? Where are you all in this tavern right now? I think I jet west, got back up there, and then gestured to them to come and have a look at the window. I think it'd be the the the, the natural way of pulling this off. So I say, oh, look up there, and you can see them up there with the rifles and stuff. What do we do? We're all we're all still coughing up blood by the sounds of things. Zakaira and Ark, have you made your way over to the windows to see what's going on? Yes, I think I would. Yeah, I think we will. Okay. Um, as you make it to the windows with Titus, you can all see out onto exactly what Titus has described. And you see, you now see the person who was talking, the muffled voices you heard through the walls. And you see one of the jackals up on the platform, like mid-speech, as he addresses the crowd. And he says... 
It is with great pleasure that I must sentence you three miscreants to death by the very weapons you tried to steal from us in the early hours of this morning, by the pistol, by the knife, and by the longsword. The guard then jumps down from the platform towards three of the jackals, brandishing the very weapons he's just described, and says, Have at them, boys. Bang! The pistol fires and pierces the chest of the prisoner on the far right. The knife then leaves the second guard's hand as it's thrown straight into the skull of the middle prisoner, and the third prisoner, screaming out as he watches his comrades die, feels the sharp tip of a longsword pierce his abdomen and exit just by his spine as his cries turn to bloodied gargles as his lungs fill with blood. Out of nowhere behind you, you hear a crash, splintering wood and the rush of liquid cascade across the floor come from behind you. You turn to see Madame Mordana in shock and covered in blackleberry mead as the cask explodes on the floor. A few guards in the square turn towards the tavern as another one says, What's that noise? Let's check it out. (laughs) With a worried look on her face, Madame Mordana says, turns to you all and says, Quick, back door, now, and she points towards a corner of the room opposite the purple curtain, and she starts rushing. She is going for the back door. Let's leg it after her. Yeah, Yeah. go with her. Go with her now. Okay, you follow Madame Mordana to the back door. Um, She, it's, 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 uh, the back door is kind of from the end of the tavern where originally the guards were when they came after Ark, so you head to this back door and she goes get in the alleyway now I'll lock, I'll lock the door behind us stay down and hide she opens the door and gestures for you all to usher out as I'm leaving um, can I cast guidance on um, Madame Modana oh guidance is a cantrip right yep perfect of course you can cast Guidance on Madame Mordana. That's absolutely fine. Uh, remind me, Jamie, that is for ability checks and saving throws? Uh, just ability checks. Just ability checks. Great. You you cast Guidance on Madame Mordana. And uh, how is, is this touch? Is this How do you cast this spell? Guidance is an action. It's a touch spell. And uh, it has vocal and semantic components. Uh, so you touch one winning creature before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number roll to one ability check of its choice. Uh, it can roll the die before or after making the ability check. The spell then ends. Ace, so you touch Madame Mordana on the shoulder and cast Guidance. Um, she's a bit taken aback by this in this split second that you're all trying to get out of this room. Um, this is probably the first nice thing that's been done for her in a very long time. Um, so she's taken aback by this and she says, thank you so much. Just quick, into the alleyway, get down. Pushes you all out, closes the door. She's with you in the alleyway. So she's not in the tavern. She has come outside in the alleyway and she says, I hide in the rubbish, get get down in the rubbish, do not make a sound. And she starts getting down onto the floor and covering herself with whatever rubbish, casks, foodstuffs, like anything that's in the back of this dirty, stinking alley. And she's like, do not make a sound. I uh, crouch down into a sort of ball and put one banana peel on my head because <laughs> I am that good at stealth and uh, hiding in plain sight. Oh, no. Okay, I crawl into like the nearest rubbish bag, just make a little breath breath hole and just kind of hide there. 
Yeah, I'll just I'll I'll just get to the bottom of a bin. Like Oscar the Grouch. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh dear, it's funny, Jamie, because you are Oscar the Grouch. Thank you. So uh, we we go full we go full circle. Um yeah, you all hide down in this rubbish, bags, foodstuffs all over you. It's a very thin alleyway, like Titus, you're as wide as this alleyway is. Um, and you hear the guards start to pace up and down in the tavern across the wooden floors. And you kind of, you hear them say, there's a smashed cask on the floor. Is that Blackleberry Mead? It's everywhere. Look around, search the rooms, search the rooms. They all start searching the rooms. There were two guards who were in the tavern but you start hearing more footsteps of more people more guards coming into this tavern can a single tear roll down my cheek for the spillage of the black or mead <laughs> <laughs> in your mind you say pour one out for squiddy um, <laughs> yes you hear all these guards rushing around the tavern looking for whatever made that noise whatever created that stir and then you start to see Madame Mordana commando crawl her way through this shit and detritus and rubbish and she kind of she whispers quite loudly back towards you guys follow me and starts crawling okay shall we follow i guess we are you make it to where the alleyway of the tavern the end of the tavern meets the high street it's originally the high street that you walked down before you went into the electronic store and you saw the tavern on your right um, she peers across the street and notices that a lot of the people that were around watching the execution are now making their way towards the mines. You haven't heard or seen Magnus Brink yet. It just seems to be his guards that are taking care of this execution. And Madame Mordana turns to you and goes, One at a time, one at a time, we dash across this road here. Head for the library. You can't miss it. It's a chain link fence with corrugated steel on the outside. Straight down that other alleyway and we'll be safe. I'll go first and I'll tell you when to go. Got that? Oui, oui. Oui, <laughs> <laughs> oui, monsieur. <laughs> you all nod and uh, say yes in French. Um, and she dashes very stealthily, I might add. She gets across to the other side, this other alleyway, uh, no problem. Guards don't see her, no one is alerted to her presence. Um, who is behind Madame Mordana crawling through the shit? Who's got the lowest HP, because I think they should go next. Oh, I've got six, how about you, Ark? Uh, I've got nine. Okay, I guess that's me then. All right, I'll continue to wade through the through the trash. Um, and then sort of very slowly, because I'm quite small anyway, so if I get to my feet, I'm not going to cause uh, too much alarm. But I slowly prepare to dash, and then I'm going to make a break for it, Ollie. Okay, roll me a stealth check, please, Akaya. Um, while this is all going on, there is a commotion in the tavern. There are still people outside in the streets watching these dead prisoners on this thing. So it's not going to be the toughest stealth check you've ever done. Just don't fail. <laughs> I thought you were going to say with advantage, and I was going to be like, please. Straight stealth, please. Oh, actually, guidance. Because if, if she's, if Madame Modana's got a cross, I'm going to guide everyone as they go across. 
Yep, hey. cool. Brilliant. Cheers for that arc. I didn't roll, by the way, before he said that. I didn't. No it was worries. just, I dropped no a biscuit. Worries. I dropped a biscuit. <laughs> I dropped a biscuit. <laughs> I dropped what a biscuit. A, that was the, the greatest... sound of, of Hobnob colliding with laminate. <laughs> okay. The villagers the... hear the biscuit clatter off the pavement <laughs> and all turn around. Is, is, that, a fan, is that a Hobnob? <laughs> is that a, was that a Hobnob? <laughs> the no. unmistakable sound of a Hobnob. <laughs> I think it was a custard cream. Oh, it was a jammy dodger, and then they all start fighting. <laughs> what uh, what biscuit does actually pair well with dice dice with death? Names. That's Ooh. a really good suggestion, Abs. What the, what is it? Bourbon. The only thing I can immediately think of is death by chocolate, which is not a biscuit; it's a cake. But what's the closest? <laughs> I suppose the... we could be a party. It's party ring, you know, the party. Yes. The life yes. of the party. Yes. Vegan as well. I love that. Well done. Yes. Very nice. And it, they even get ARC's approval, so. Very nice. Stop stalling and roll your spell <laughs> check. <laughs> oh my god, how much does my uh, guidance give me? D4. Okay. I think she might need it. I'm a anyway. fucking do. This is a nervous roll. Ooh, it is. Okay. Oh. Oh my god. I got nine. <gasps> okay. And that that was with your that's with, with my your guidance. with your oh. guidance. But do you plus anything to that with your modifiers? Oh, I've done it. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> please, please let me okay. have it. I'm nimble. Okay, Zakaya, you pull yourself out of this this rubbish heap. Uh, just apple cores and banana skins on your face, much like Titus. Um, you hear a few cans kind of rustle behind you but there is so much commotion going up the street that you are not seen. And you manage to dash yourself across this alleyway and get into the other alleyway with Madame Mordana. Who is next? Oh, can you still cast guidance on me if you're on the other side? No. So you're gonna have to go first, I think. Oh, okay. Cast guidance on you. What's this stealth check? Uh, Roll me a stealth check. Eleven. <laughs> Did you roll your guidance as well? Rolled. I added my modifier and I rolled guidance. And I still it's, it's only pressure. got eleven. <laughs> it's the performance anxiety. The pressure of rolling and performing. Um, yeah, Titus. Even though you are as wide as this alleyway, seven and a half feet tall, three hundred pounds. Um, you are a stealthy boy, luckily for all this commotion going up the high street, and you zoom across, get to where Madame Mordana and Zakaya are knelt down in another alleyway. Here we go. It's Ark's turn. Okay, I'm going to guide myself. <laughs> nice. Great cantrip, by the way. What a great so cantrip to choose for yourself. Um, so how far, how far is the alleyway? Is it, like a, is it, quite, is it quite a distance? It, it's not um, it's not a huge amount of distance. It's maybe between 20 and 25 feet. Cool. So I can run that. Uh, so I've got... Well, you could moonwalk it. I could do. <laughs> uh, I've got 18. 18. Uh, yeah, you make it straight across. Nobody spots you. Um, you make it into this other alleyway. You all gather on the other side and Madame Mordana says, Library, uh, just one block away. It'll take us like a minute to get there. Just stay low, keep crawling. And she commander crawls again. Um, she does not want to get caught by these guards. Ah, la bibliothèque. 
GCSE French is paying off for Adam Wilborn today. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a town where there's French people in a swimming pool just so you can do yes, that's all I the, need. Other word, the other word piscine. in French you know. <laughs> My favourite is toilet say over French. Over the bridge in German du- as well. Double Yeah. <laughs> over the bridge in German? Yeah. I don't know why that stuck with me. Uber de Brucker. Oh, so, <laughs> that's a good one, though, isn't it? Good cadence there. It's multilingual. I wonder how many. Great. <laughs> I wonder how many umlauts are in that as well. That yeah. Is. So yeah, you're crawling. Um, the guards have caused the stir, and you can hear muffled voices in the background, kind of. So, don't think it was anything. Don't. It, just a cask that fell off the bar. So they all quiet down in the town centre again. But Madame Mordana still wants you to keep crawling because if you are caught, nothing good can happen. You're crawling for a good minute through the mud. You kind of see under all the buildings, the dilapidated buildings that you saw when you first came in, um, skeletons of various people who you probably assume would be from the town who have just been left to rot underneath these buildings you can tell from what you see all around you at this level that the jackals are seriously bad people um but you make it to the library um madame mordana stands up by this chain link fence and pulls on the corner of this corrugated sheet metal attached to the fence and gestures for you all to usher underneath it and into the library Inside, quick. We quickly go inside. Yeah. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> you follow the instruction to the letter. Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you enter into a world of dusty and underread books atop ornately embellished shelves that sit 15 feet high along every level of this library. It's like... It's grand in its design, but it's like a relic of its time because there's like cobwebs over every nook and cranny of like the arrival desk and the surrounding shelves. And then towards the rear of the ground floor, you see stairs that lead down into a basement level of the library, but with no obvious stairway leading up. So you can only assume that this library just goes down into the ground from what you can see. Um... The commotion outside in the square is, again, audibly far off. But the realisation of what's just happened is plaguing Madame Mordana's mind. And she starts to quietly kind of sob to herself. She's just watched some, some of her people who have lived in this town for years just be executed in front of everybody. Um... And she tries to gather herself, but she can't quite get through the tears. And she says, my poor people, strung up and executed like they mean nothing in this world. The jackals are savages. I've had enough of living like this. She glances back to all of you and says through super teary eyes, I'll get you to the foot of Mount Ujia. But will you help me take down Magnus and his gang once and for all? I'm going to yeah. go. Oh. I, was, I, was, I was just going <laughs> to... Sakaya jumps in, yes. hugs her, squeezes her and goes, yes, of course. I, um, I was like, which way is to Mount Uji? Is it just that? Is it the big, <laughs> big mountain over there? Don't really need your help for that. Anyway, see you later. 
Bye. 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 You have no uh, authority here. Uh, exits into the high street and is shot by 60 guards. I'm going to roll damage. Um, no, uh, Ark, what do you say? I was just going to go up to her and, and hold her hand as she's sobbing and just go, we'll, we'll kill them all. Don't worry about it. But I'm going to need your help to do it. Can we home alone this town, please? <laughs> Arm it with traps. <laughs> um, oh, Adam, that's such a good idea, but she doesn't know what home alone is, so you would have to explain it to her. <laughs> She's never seen home alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, which, way, which way to a jeer? You can bollocks, then. <laughs> Uh, Ark, she, uh, she, she takes your hand and she receives your hand. That sounds so weird. Um, she, she grasps at your hand. Take and my hand. Take my hand. And she wipes the tears from her eyes and she says... Hang on, she wipes the tears with her eyes with what? We know she ain't got any more towels. <laughs> was, she, was she hiding one? I think she just that horrible, you know, like when they do it in films and they're crying and they go like... Oh. Uh, that, but on, on Ark's feathers. <laughs> A, ma- a massive snot bubble comes out of her nose and lands on Ark's feathers. Um, now she wipes the tears from her eyes with her hands, sure, and she says, "Thank you, thank you. Uh, what, like, what help? How can I? How can I help?" Watch Home Alone would be a good start, but we can't do that. <laughs> Ark, tell her what she needs to do. Well. We clearly need a plan, don't we? And there's only what four of us, and God knows how many of the jackals. I I think we can even the odds a bit. Um, who have you got a foreman? Have you got like someone who's in charge of the mines? Yeah, there's um, I mean there's a uh, there's there's quite a few people. Uh, you mean like who's in charge on like the jackal side or on like just you know civ- civilian side, my people side. Um, we need a map of those mines and we need to find the the most unstable shaft or cavern in that mine. And my idea, to say to the guys, is uh, if we collapse the mine on the jackals, then, you know, we don't have to fight them. They look pretty tough. And, um, yeah, I don't think they're stronger than a mountain, are they, really? So... That is a really, really good idea, Ark. Yeah, I mean, That's even I'm... better than my idea of throwing paint cans, paint cans at them. So, <laughs> or heating a doorknob to beyond <laughs> volcanic temperatures. <laughs> I mean, I—I'll be honest. I think Ark uh, Titus's plan did sound a little bit more fun, but I think this will be more effective. So, Madame Modana, we will thank you so much for looking after us. We will help you. Madame Mordana steps in at this point. She's still holding your hand, Ark, and she says, thank you, again. And she turns to Titus and she says, whatever your plan is, I'm sure we can work it into Ark's plan as well. Maybe no. we can do a, no. a few of those things that you were on about. Paint cans? Absolutely I don't know not. what they no. are. What What are paint cans and what are heated doorknobs? Um, <laughs> we'll work out the details later. It'll be fine. We'll work it out. Um, right. How married are you, Lot, to getting this Ola card back? Well, the thing is, we don't actually know what's on it. So I guess, I mean, 
What do you think, Ark? Do you think it was important enough that we should leave it? Do you think Kuda could, I don't know, make a bomb instead? Yeah. Yeah, maybe he um maybe he could make the the paint cans on strings, if you know what I mean, right? He could give us some ammunition, help us out if we're going to cause a revolution in this town. I think Kuda could definitely do that. I mean, the amount of circuit boards he's got on his wall, he could definitely wire something up to go bang. Um, I mean, no, he'd do it for you, right? He'd do anything for you. Yeah, I th- I, I, yeah, I think, I think that's a brilliant move. I, it'll be pretty tough to flirt that holocard out of the shop. Having seen what I just saw, and some of my people die, but I'll turn it on for all of you lot, and I'll give it my best shot. And while I'm there, I'll have a word with him about, you know, a device of some kind. Were you thinking, were you thinking detonation on site or remote? Remote. I think we need to be out of those mines. Do you guys agree? Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, remote is going to, remote is going to take a little bit longer than just a normal standalone press a button and run. Um, but look, if we plan this out right, we might be, we could do this tonight. I've got nothing on. That's <laughs> 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 not about you lot. You all start flipping through your digital calendars and going, No, no, I'm no, I've got a I've got a Zoom quiz at like six, but I think I'm free afterwards. I'll be um, done by then. <laughs> <laughs> she uh she, in all this emotion and seeing some of her people die in this town, in meeting you guys for the first time, understanding there's some kind of magical properties between you all and coupled with you all being so nice to her, she's in shock and awe. But she says, okay, head downstairs into the basement and wait for me there. I'll be like 10, 15 minutes. I'll try and get a map and I'll try and sort out Kuda to start making something that can get rid of those jackals. But stay away from the windows up here and keep low to the ground, like as much as you can. Um, I will whistle a song at the top of the stairs so you know it's me when I get back. If you hear anything else, do not go back upstairs. Do you understand? I will whistle a song. Okay. Be careful out there. They looked, they were snipers up on rooftops and all sorts. What song will it be? Because this could just be someone whistling, you know, when you're like in an awkward mm, situation, like yeah. in a changing room or something. Yeah. So, Adam, I'm so glad you asked that, you asked that question. Yes. She takes a second to come up with a song in her head <clears throat> and she whistles very badly because the DM cannot whistle for shit. <laughs> oh, here we go. She heads towards the corrugated steel sheet you all entered through, ducks under, and is gone. I know that song. I know that song. My mum used to sing me that song. How does... How do other people know that song? DM, is that a popular song? Is that like, you know, Britney Spears level popular? 
I was hoping you'd do like it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were gonna go straight into Hitler has only got one ball. <laughs> Did we talk about that last episode? We yeah, spoke yeah, about yeah. it last yeah. time. Oh, I think it was off ca- off off recording, but yeah, it would have been really oh. funny. Listener exclusive: We chatted about Hitler has only one ball. That great song. <laughs> also, in um, post, I might change when you go to whistle to like this. <laughs> 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 Please do, because as some listeners may catch on, I can only whistle inwards. I can't whistle outwards. So good luck with that in audio post, I did wonder that, because it was a little bit breathier than a lot of people's whistles. Okay, (laughs) fair I can only make a high-pitched noise, so... I I mean, also, she's just watched a load of people die so mm. she, she you know she's not in the right frame of mind but you don't really whistle when you're sad do you no <laughs> Ark, no to answer your question about is that a popular song within this world no it is not <gasps> it is not a lot of not many people have ever heard that song before do you think she knows my mum is your mum french um, not that I remember, if I'm honest with you, Titus. I think she was she was she was somewhere between um Somerset and um and sort of Bristolian, if I remember right. <laughs> um but uh oh wow, that's um man, that's really really touched me. Um Takaya, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, it's a twenty modded. Ooh, okay. You hear this song echo in your mind, this lullaby that you haven't heard in so long a song that only you thought you and your mother knew and you take a step back and you steady yourself you don't fall over and your mind doesn't cave in on itself through the agony of remembering your family again but yeah you have more questions than answers at this point yeah i'll say um okay well, I guess we better stay down here then until she gets back. Um, anybody want another game of throw the rag? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't got any rags, have we? No. no. Maybe books? We could throw books. <laughs> There's bound to be books here. It's a bibliodeck. I feel like a dad now. We, we, don't, we don't throw books, Zakaya. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys doing? Can I have a little look around? I've never been to a library before. So can I just sort of have a little walk around, finger some of the books on the shelves? And I can't read particularly well, so I'm not really going to get stuck into any of them. But <laughs> have a little look at the spines and, you know. Can I make, you know, when you see people with a deck of cards and they make the little the pyramid, but from books. <laughs> Titus, you start to make a house of books. Um, roll me a performance check. Nat 20. <laughs> Nat 20. Why then? Why not like in a battle? For fuck's sake. <laughs> You're making like a coliseum worth of books now. It's beautiful. <laughs> Titus makes the leaning tower of book Pisa. Just like perfectly built. Wonky. Like not, not perfect, but still standing. And you all stand there in absolute awe that he's con- <laughs> Titus has constructed this book monstrosity on the ground floor of this dusty library where is that in any of the visions <laughs> ah! <laughs> zakaya are you looking for anything in particular are you investigating what are you doing 
So I obviously know a small amount of written gnomish. So I will look for any book that might be written in gnomish. Okay. Um, yeah, roll me an investigation check. Mm-hmm. With pleasure. Uh, that is 19. 19. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, you find uh, you find a couple of books in Gnomish. They're more kind of like um, historical books for gnomes that have lived on the planet of Azul. Um, and you kind of see that the dates go back a few hundred years. Um, nothing that kind of jumps out of you too much. Um, you see a couple of like newspaper reports and things like that, like the Gnomish Times and all that kind of stuff. Sherlock Gnomes, Gnomeo and Juliet, all that sort of thing. <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah, you see a uh, you see an ad in one of the old newspapers for Gnomeo and Juliet, a local play put on at a, uh, a town hall um, with a very stout bearded gnome playing Juliet. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you just kind of find everyday gnomish books, really. Nothing that strikes anything in your mind. Can I search for a book that might mention something like Petrosolidus? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so a good, good index section in this in this library. <laughs> is it the is it the Dewey, Deci- Dewey Decimal System? What is it? Is that <laughs> is that even a? That, that's probably not even a. Yeah, that's a thing. Is it a thing? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Don't know what thing it is, but it's a thing. Um, Ark, you actually see that there is an arrivals desk um, with a a bunch of kind of parchment and stuff that might point you in the direction of where you might find those kind of books. I'll have a look then. You move over to the arrivals desk, the checking in, checking out section where, you know, when this library was bustling uh, and actually active and not a relic of its time, people would take books in and out. Um, Roll me an investigation check with advantage. I rolled a nat one and a two. (laughs) (laughs) So what's that what's that all together on your investigation check for the two? That's a 4. Even with a 4, you you still uh even though you don't quite make out some of the text that's on these old texts, they're like covered in dust and cobwebs and scribbled over and just like this this library's in disrepair. You do notice that a lot of the a lot of the books that aren't say your everyday average kind of books are located downstairs. Okay. I'm just going to say to them, do you want to check out downstairs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a place down there we can get a short rest too, because I'm flagging. Yeah. So, it's, it's stairs going down that we've seen. Stairs going down. You don't see any stairs going up. It doesn't seem like this library has upper levels, but you see definitely from the map at the desk that you're on and these arrows pointing down that there's at least a basement level below you cool so is there any light coming from the basement that i can see on the floor that you're on there are great big windows kind of lining around the the library and again like the tavern the windows are all charcoal and smudged up and you know in disrepair there is light coming in from this level but down in the basement, there is a lot less light. But there's not any obvious candlelight or light cantrip or anything that you can see. I mean, I've got dark vision because I'm an elf for 60 feet. So maybe I could go Ooh. first. Yeah. Sounds good. So I will 
lead the charge down the stairs into the basement. Okay. You all turn towards the stairs at the back of the library on the ground floor and start walking towards them um, and descend them. The wooden stairs that you descend are covered in cobwebs and the dust kicks up as you move your feet over the floorboards. Um, You get down the first set of stairs super quickly and super easily and you see that they fold in on themselves and go back on themselves to reach a lower level. So it's two sets of stairs that go down, meet in the middle and then go back down in the middle. Um, They eventually come to a balcony that looks out over onto the basement floor before descending down to the left and the right. So you go down, get to the balcony. There's like a marbled wall and you see over into the basement floor before the stairs go down left and right. Um, Peering into the basement floor from the balcony. Ashley, how are you? How are you getting down these stairs? One foot after the other, I think. <laughs> quietly. Yeah, very very quietly. <laughs> Everybody go ahead and make me stealth checks, please. Oh, I was say, we're still in stealth mode. Ark. Five. Zakiah. Nineteen. Titus. Sixteen. Okay. Zakiah, you are leading the charge down these stairs. You get to the balcony just fine. Titus, you do much the same following in Zakiah's footsteps. Um, Ark, you you trip on the stairs that are descending down to the balcony. Um, I will let you roll right now a athletics check to save you and grab onto the grab onto the railing that's going down these stairs. I'd just fly a little bit. I'd just flap my wings a little bit. That's all I'd do. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. If you want to do that, you absolutely can. I rolled a nat 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you trip. And as you trip, you turn it into a glide. Your wings extend out from absolutely Parkour. nowhere. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, he moonwalked one time and he's never let it go. <laughs> That's it. Your wings extend out. You don't fly across the room, but you just kind of glide down to the balcony at the end. Um, you're all at the end of the balcony that looks out onto the basement floor. Everybody go ahead and roll perception checks, please. Just to be really geeky, uh, what's, the light, what's the light like? Because I don't have dark vision. You don't have dark vision. It is, um, it's the basement, so there are no direct windows. Um, you see the light coming from behind you at the top of the stairs. It's not pitch black in the room. It is not absolutely pitch black. But this room underneath the ba- in the basement is about, I want to say, 60 to 70 feet long. So you can't quite see to the end of it with how dark it is at the other end of the room. Does it give me an advantage, though, given that I can see 60 feet ahead? You absolutely can. You can see. Um, okay. But you'll still have to roll perception checks to make out what you can and can't see. Okay. So, perception checks, please. Ark, what did you get? I got a 12. Zakaya? I got a 19. Titus? 15. Ooh, okay. Good. Zakaya, with your keen dark vision being a half-elf, you stare from the edge of this balcony 
right to the back of this room. It's dark. You don't particularly see too much flickering lights or anything that's going on to begin with. And then you see four members of the jackals at the back of the room, clearly avoiding their patrol shift duties. Like, they're standing at a makeshift throwing knife range they've made for themselves. Mm. And they're setting up books and taking shots at them to see who has the best aim while all shooting the shit with each other with what only can be described as top banter. (laughs) Um, With a 19, Zakaya, you are able to read clear as day the titles of four of the books that they're throwing knives at. Um, There are five in total. I'm not even going to make you roll. I'm just going to ask for four numbers out of five. What books would you like to see? Oh. Book one, two, three, four, or five. You rolled a 19. You can choose four of those books that you want to see. Okay. Uh, I imagine just in case it's a sequence and maybe we could work out the latter part of it, I'm going to ask for one, two, three, four. You peer across, you see these four guards shooting the shit, chatting shit between each other, having total bants, doing your mum jokes, and you also hone in with your dark vision on these uh, these titles on the books, like on the front, embellished in gold, and you see four books, and you see four titles. Book number one says, Master of Disguises 101. Book number two says, Prophesizing the Prophecies. Book number three says, why do I look different to mummy and daddy? And book number four says, building a weapon of unthinkable magnitude. Hmm. Interesting. All four of those could relate in some way to the parte. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, so I guess, can I sort of uh, turn back to the guys and sort of whisper and just warn them of what's up ahead? Yeah, you absolutely can. Okay. You can relate any of that to them, yeah. Um, there's four jackals up ahead. Um, I they're, they're throwing knives at books and, like, practising their aim and stuff. And uh, I heard some pretty filthy Yo Mama jokes as well. Um, but I, none, en- enough of that. I think we should kill them, take their uniforms, and then we can move freely among the town. I'm just going to look down at myself and go, I'm a, I'm a giant bird. <laughs> Yeah, but then you'll be a giant bird in an outfit. I just, I, okay. We can squeeze your talons into them shoes, into them brogues. Ark, take it from a master of disguise like me. You're going to be fine, brother. It's funny you should say that. There's a book there that says Master of Disguises, Titus 101. I reckon you'd like that. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to say I wrote it. But yeah, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. <laughs> the second book was called Prophesizing the Prophecies. Uh, the mm-hmm. third one was called why do I look different to mummy and daddy? And the fourth one, God, I've got a good memory on me. Uh, Ollie, what was it? <laughs> Building a weapon of unthinkable magnitude. Building a weapon of unthinkable magnitude. They were the four books that I saw. I don't know what the fifth one was. Probably Fifty Shades, if I'm, if I'm taking it. <laughs> Can I roll an insight check or something? Just because those books seem like they're very connected to us. Mm. Like very connected. Can I roll something to see if there's maybe like an arcana or something? Just if to... you absolutely can do, yeah, yeah. Roll an insight check. That is an 
18, that's a 22. Nice. And what is it that you're trying to gather from your insight check here? I can't really, like, is it, is it coincidence? Is this just pure coincidence? You would, uh, with your, with your advanced years arc, um, and your knowledge of how the world works, you, Zakaya relaying that there are four guards down there throwing knives at books, you would, you would know that this is a complete and utter coincidence okay. that those mm. kind of titles of books are down there. Okay. Just happen to be like the thickest books that could probably take a throwing knife to them that they've just set up. Okay. Um, can I look at, um, can I just say to Zakaya how, how tough do they look? Because we are not at our A game. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. Um, although we do still have, do we have a couple of potions in the bag? Oh, yeah. We do. So maybe maybe we could, because Titus um, is all right, but maybe me or you could neck a potion arc and just, like, you know, get ourselves up to fighting standards and then take them out and then have a nice rest after that. Because, I mean, at 6 HP, I do think I might be pushing it <laughs> for a fight with these with these chaps. How um, how magical do you feel? Like, are you are you feeling just to be out of character right now? How many spell slots you got? Are you asking Amy? Because so magical. <laughs> um, how many spell slots? I actually, I've I'm in the same boat as you, dude. I've used all my slots. I've only got two cantrips, and they're nowhere near as good as yours. So yeah, I mean, the good thing is we do have the advantage because I can see them and they can't see us. We could totally do a sneak attack on them. Um, I don't think they're going to be massively tough in comparison to what we can do damage-wise. And we've also got spells. I mean, we don't have spells to use, but you've got cantrips and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I'm i thinking... I'm thinking we can take them. I really want to kill some people. i got to be honest. Do you know what you could do? You could... Uh... I, would, I, well, I was just waiting to make sure we were going to do this, because if we are, then I'm going to rage. Okay. <laughs> if it's all right, I'm going to rage. <laughs> Is that all right with you? Very quietly, I'll go into a rage. Just like... <laughs> Let's out like a little Tommy squeaker again. Little fart. He's ready. He's raring. You see the straps of the singlet, not even pulled off like a big, tough wrestler, just like flicked off your shoulders. Like Jay-Z, dirt off your shoulder. Just... They slip down, revealing your nipples, Titus. It is very arousing. Um, okay, Titus has gone into a rage. Um, what is your plan of attack, everybody? I will say right now, you absolutely have the upper hand because they do not know you are there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we have to be really stealthy because obviously there's a whole army of jackals outside. Yeah, so... exactly. We can't let any of these guys raise the alarm. Just to clarify, I shouldn't shout, let's dance, motherfuckers, <laughs> as loud as I possibly can. Not this time, mate, but next time. Okay. Next time. Maybe whisper it in their ear. <laughs> oh, no, I, don't you worry. I've already, I've been thinking of library puns the entire time you were talking about what we're actually going to be doing, so we'll be fine. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Every punch a, a pun. Um, cool. Let's, I'm going to, what's, what's the roof looking like in this place? Is that is it just a is it a boring bog standard roof or is there some cool rafters that a bird could could fly up into? 
Oh, Jamie, I'm so glad you asked. This is your playground, my friend. The <gasps> ceiling, the stairs that you have gone down, you have descended 25 to 30 feet into the basement. Um, there are rafters that hang probably five, nearly 10 feet from the ceiling. And there is so much room for you to fly around. Are we, are we doing this? <laughs> yes. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Yep. I'm going to fly up in the rafters. Okay. Stealthily. Um, jamie roll me a sorry why did i call you jamie arc roll me a stealth check with advantage i'm gonna guide myself as well okay yes do first roll was a three (laughs) oh no that's not brilliant uh second roll was a 12 i rolled a one so that's 13 plus four is <laughs> 15, 16, 17, 18. 18. Oh, you rolled an 18. Great. Okay. <laughs> Quick maths, everybody. Quick maths. Um, <laughs> it's like throwback to me in the first episode when I was like 18 plus one. So 18. <laughs> <laughs> you fly up into the rafters 50 feet. So um, you can't quite get all the way over to them. But from where you are in the rafters to where they are, down below you is probably about 30 to 35 feet okay you guys just see arc takes off into the rafters silently (laughs) into the dark Uh, what are you doing i'll put my bear spirit totem down uh which gives us all temporary hit points equal to five plus my druid level so we all got seven more hit points so that puts me up to 13 which at least is a fighting chance um, and in addition, we obviously gain advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. So Lovely. got the bear spirit. Is Jamie, uh, is Ark within that? He will not be in that. Okay. All right. Never yeah. mind. You- uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, because it's 30, 30 foot radius, isn't it? So yeah, Titus is. Oh, Titus totally is. Titus totally is right now from where you are. Obviously, you have to move that when you go as part yep. of your bonus action yep. or whatever. Yep. But yes, you put down this bear totem. Um... I am not going to say that it's a big, luminous bear. It's just the spirit of a spirit totem is there. It's not like mm-hmm. a neon sign saying, I'm here. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you, you, you drop this uh, spirit bear totem. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what are you guys doing? Titus, what are you doing? I'm, th- I'm trying to picture this. Is it like a long haul? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah, so it's it's between 60 and 70 feet long, and it's about 30 feet wide. All in the middle of the basement floor are like um, shelves, like double-sided uh, um, bookshelves that are filled with books. So there's plenty of hiding space for you guys to sneak or mm. to hide behind or to do whatever. There's a lot of ground to cover before you even get to the jackals. Yeah, I think we need to sneak up on them. I would like the idea eventually to do a proper like Metal Gear Solid of throwing a book behind them for the whole like, and then turn around. <laughs> yeah. I'm bulldogging the shit out of two of them. But yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Okay. okay. I was actually thinking I might, from the shadows, if I could crouch and hide, I could crossbow shoot one of them. And then that doesn't give away mm. my immediate position, but it would, you know... If I if I get a shot right to the back of the head, then that's one down, isn't it? So shall I? Whilst you're setting up and aiming, shall I sneak up to them? 
Yeah. Because I feel like if I give you a signal, my plan is to kind of take two of them out with a spear at the same time. Yes, yeah, and then I can and take And there's only one, one left, and, well, we've got your boy up in the rafters who can help us with that Exactly, as well. yeah, yeah. No, let's do it. Let's do that proper video game thing where they kind of go, okay, on my signal, and then you have to make sure you all attack at the same time. Otherwise, you look like a pillock, and one guard turns around <laughs> and shoots you in the face. Yeah, okay, let's do that. Um, I'm. Can I neck my healing potion? You absolutely can, yes. That's very fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a greater healing potion, which I'm going to use, which I right. think is 44 plus, plus four. four. So one, <laughs> four, <laughs> five, <laughs> eight plus four, 12. I'll take that. Cool. So Zakiah and Titus, uh, Zakiah, you are staying put. You are angling your crossbow on the balcony towards where these men are. Mm-hmm. Titus, you've got to start sneaking, buddy. What are you doing? Yeah, so um, do I need to climb down off the, this balcony or am I on? I don't. There are, from the balcony, you can look over and there are steps going down either side of it. So they go like left or right. So it's okay. your choice of where you want to go. Let's, let's roll for it. Cool. Odds, we go down the left one. Evens, we go down the right one. If I get a fucking nat 20 here, I'm throwing the dice out the window, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Nat 1, bitch. (laughs) He's got it out of his system. Uh, What did I say? Left. Yeah, go down left. I think think that's what I said. Great. Oh, my Uh, God. So, yeah, uh, you use your movement to make it down these stairs. And, Titus, your movement's 30 feet, right? Yes, yeah. Great. So if you're moving down the stairs, that's probably about 10 feet of movement. So you can get 20 feet into the room and you'll have about 35 to 40 feet before you get to these guys. Um, Mm -hmm. So I need you to roll me a stealth check, please. 15. 15. You make it absolutely fine. This big, massive, hulking Goliath. Oh God, I got that not one, that one up my sister. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of the way now. Yeah, that's that's called cooking your dice and you cooked them at the right time. You got that that one out yeah. the way. So yeah, you're 40 feet away. You're hiding behind some of these bookcases. Um, Ark, we're, we're not in initiative yet, guys, because you're still setting this whole thing up. But Ark, are you doing anything at the moment? Um, so I want to kind of, I'm going to fly over some above the, the guard that is probably got the most cover from Zach and is furthest away from... Um, Titus. Okay, you are on the rafters. Um, I'm going to let you roll a uh, stealth check with advantage to make it over the rafters because you don't necessarily have to fly too much. It's just navigating these rafters in the ceiling. I've rolled a nat 20. Nat 20, great. Um, Yeah, you make it there easy. You are, you're right above the group of the jackals who are all, they're kind of congregating together, but they're all... You know, a few of them are like behind the range. A few of them are off to like the side. They're all within 10 feet of each other, but spread out over the whole room. Um, Titus, are you moving up more? Yes, I'd like to get a lot closer uh, if, if it's possible without, without them seeing me. What's the layout of the, the bloke? So they're, they're at the, they're, they've made their makeshift knife throwing station, but where are they stood? So at the end of this 60 foot room, 
You've got the knife throwing station, which is about 10 feet into the wall. You've got one guy who's the biggest, burliest guy who stood at the knife throwing thing, throwing knives at the books. Um, to the right of him, you've got two guys who are like 10 feet apart. And then to the left, you've got one guy who's kind of sat on this chair with this little fire going. I, don't know, I can't really speak to my colleagues and say which ones are you going for really at this point, can I? Uh... Did we, before we sort of, um, before Titus departed, didn't he kind of say, I'm going to get two of them out with a javelin? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, I was going to get the two yeah. of them, and hoping you're going to shoot the big one and then yeah. tackle him. I'll, I'll shoot, I'll shoot the biggie and Titus will go for the little ones. Yeah, so I want to basically, depending on where they are, either clonk their heads together or spear them out of their fucking shoes. Yeah, uh, so... I think that was the strategy. Was yeah, the the two the two guys that you wanted to spear or clothesline or whatever or throw a spear at are on the right side. You're currently on the left side where the guy's in the chair. The fire is in front of him and it's kind of illuminating his face. Where the other guy is at, um, at the throwing knife station, throwing knives. They're all shooting the shit. You know, just doing your mum jokes back and forth to each other, and that's it. I suppose. Oh, because it's dark and the fire's lighting him up. I suppose. I'm going to try and sneak up behind him and slit his throat. Roll me a stealth check with advantage to get behind this guy. You're going so far to the left that you're almost going round the side of these bookshelves to get round to him and kind of like behind his chair where he sat. Uh, 16. Titus, you massive hulking Goliath, you get right behind... This guy sat in the chair. He's just shooting the shit. He's just chatting absolute bollocks, doing like your mama jokes. Like, your mum's so big, her belt's the size of the equator. And like everyone, oh, sure. your, your mum's so short, she went to see Santa and told her to get back to work. You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so Titus, you are sat right behind this guy in this chair. Uh, you are all prepped and ready to get a sneak attack round without, um, without rolling initiative. So... Who's doing what? What's going on? Shall I ready the ready the bow? Ready the bolt? Well, I mean, I've readied it really already, haven't I? So yeah, yeah. This is okay. this Are is ready? this is not a this is not a discussion that you guys get to have between yourselves right now. This is literally just somebody taking action and doing something. So anybody who wants to do something, do it. Okay. Well, me and Titus had that discussion beforehand that we were kind of gonna be like. And the thing is, I can see as well. I've got the 60-foot mm, yeah. vision, so I can see when Titus is about to do it. So I'm going to load up the crossbow so that I shoot the big brute in the back of the head at the very moment that Titus strikes. So hopefully everyone goes down. Splinter cell, splinter cell style. Apparently I can't <laughs> say that. Um, and it will be amazing. And Sam Fisher will be very proud. <laughs> Are we ready? So roll a d20 plus your dex mod to hit. 12. This arrow fires past the side of the head of this guy and into one of the books at the end. It completely misses. Um, Titus, you see and hear this arrow go into the book. Uh, who's going next? This is a snake. In fact, hold on. Just do it, Titus. Do it. Release the shark. I've just, can I stab him whilst he's sat in his fucking chair? Do it. Just do, just, just do it. What are you doing? Roll to hit. 11. 11. Don't okay. we get do we get advantage because of the bear spirit? We're allowed to. It's a strength strength check, isn't it? No, it's it's rolling to hit, isn't it? So yeah. no. 
Um, so Titus, you get an 11. You jump up from behind this chair with your great axe or longsword? What are you using? I, I've, I've, it's been so many episodes that I've got confused. I'm just going to say great sword and that's going to be great. canon from now on, everyone. <laughs> great. Great sword. You use a great sword. You swing this great sword around the front of the chair and you kind of step to the side and it just cuts over this guy's head, chops a tiny bit of his hair off of his head and although he doesn't notice you, he's heard the arrow go into the back of the wall and he goes, what the fuck, what was that? What's going on? What was that? And he looks to his left. He hasn't seen you yet. Ark, what are you doing? Uh, so as, as this is all going on, I am going to put away my shield, have my short sword and I've got a dagger and I am just going to dive on the first one that's the one that's below me. Yeah, who who are you going for? Let's let's because uh, the big guy is by the throwing knife station. The two on the right are just kind of talking to each other, and the one guy on the left is next to Titus on the chair. I want to go for the one by the the throwing knife station. Great, big burly guy. You jump down. What are you attacking with your melee weapon? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do both. Um, because I think I can do that, can't I? So it's not a dual wield defeat, so I don't add um, my proficiency, but I can still... So I can attack with my short sword, and I can attack with my dagger, I believe. As a bonus action. As a bonus action, but I don't add anything to it. It's just the yes, roll. Yes, that's true. It's just a flat roll. Yeah. Cool. Roll to hit with both these weapons. Okay, so for the short sword... 18. Oh, thank God. 18 <laughs> hits. Someone's going to hit today. <laughs> Good. Um, oh, no. So this is my first one. So that is a five plus four is nine damage. Nine damage on the first strike. Your sword strikes, like strikes down and into this guy's shoulder. And he goes, oh, fuck. And uh, all the guards are kind of startled. Roll to hit with your dagger. Uh, that is a 19. That hits. Yes. And just three extra damage. Three extra damage. You bring your other dagger kind of up round his back and into his ribs at the side. He goes, ah, oh, intruders, intruders. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, we had the upper hand. Ark. 18. Zakaya. Seven. Titus. 13. Ark, you're up. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to hit the guy again. Okay. Roll to hit with your sword. Sword. So, um, so that is a 12. Misses. Okay. I'm going to roll my dagger. 14. Misses. Oh. You swing at this big burly guy who you have just stabbed in the shoulder and stabbed in the neck, but both attacks miss. Um, are you, you've used your action, you've used your bonus action. That's Anything it. Anything else? No, that's me dead. This guard who you've just attacked turns around, brandishes his sword and goes, what the? I'm going to kill you, you fucking bird person. Does a 15 hit you? Because I put my shield away. Yes, it does. He's going to roll some damage. That is three damage with his sword as he stabs into your feathery chest. Um, and he says, who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing here? 
So when he hits me, he's going to see uh, sparks of electricity uh, go through my feathers, and I'm going to cast uh, Wrath of the Storm. So you can thunderously rebuke attackers when a creature within five feet of you that you can see hits you with an attack. You can use your reaction to cause the creature to make a dexterity saving throw. The creature takes uh, 2d8 lightning or thunder damage. Your choice on a failed save. What have I got to beat? You have got to beat a 14. He got a 13, so he fails. Uh, so you take nine lightning damage. I picked lightning because I think it'd be quieter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. This, uh, this electricity runs through your feathers and like lights this guy up like a Christmas tree for a second, but doesn't make too much of a loud noise so everybody upstairs can hear. Um, that is the end of his go and your reaction. That is guard number two who is on the right, um, who now sees you in front of this big guy and he's gonna try and throw a dagger at you from where he stood. That's not going to hit. A four does not hit yes. you. This dagger flies past your feathery shoulder. Um, and he is going to... He's going to use some of his movement to move closer to you. He's about 15 feet away from you. So he gets right up into your grill. He can't do anything else, but he's right there. And he says, what the fuck? We're going to fucking kill you. That's guard number three, who is right behind him. And guard number three is going to roll out into the room a little bit. He's going to run in towards where the bookshelves are. He's going to use his action to try and climb up onto one of these bookshelves. Oh, he does. Okay, he's, he's got a 16 on decks. He manages to climb up. And he's going to use his bonus action to throw a dagger at you. That misses as well. Goes straight past you. Doesn't Ooh. hit. Um yeah, you've now got this guy stood on top of a bookshelf in, like, not the middle of the room, but just a little far back. Um, we've got through three of the guards. Titus, that's your go. Did you say that the guy I tried to attack stood up and was going, what's going on? What's he stood up in front of? He stood up in front of a blazing fire that's on the ground. I think you need a closer look at that fire, if you ask me. <laughs> I want to grab him, wrestle it like they're trying to throw someone out of the Royal Rumble, scruff of the neck, top of the trousers, lawn dart him into the fire if possible. <laughs> lawn dart him. Okay, um, this isn't going to be an attack roll. This will be a strength check. Um, he has absolutely no idea that you're still there, so just roll a strength check and see if you succeed. 15. 15, yeah, you hoist this guy into the air and face first into this into this, um, into this, this fire that's like just burning, kindling on the floor. Sorry, just I, I just want to make sure I was going to do it. Pick, pick him up, maybe on the shoulder, maybe on the, just pick him up on the shoulder. He's like, oh, oh. I turn to him and I say, call yourself a jackal. You've just been fired. Wow! <laughs> You upturn this guy. Oh. He has no idea what the fuck is happening. And he face plants into this fire. He takes four, uh, four points of uh, fire damage. Yeah, he, uh, his, his, his clothes catch on fire a little bit as well. He is currently burning. Um, Could I push the bookcase over that that bloke's climbing on? Or is that too much? <laughs> 
You can totally do that. Um, if you were to... Right. You can use your movement to run over to where that bookshelf is. And I will let you use a bonus action to drop kick this yes! uh, bookshelf. You so, read it my comes mind. Out, so it comes out from under him and he takes falling damage if you want to do that. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Uh, you start running towards this bookshelf full pelt through the dark. Like still stealthy, but still this <laughs> massive Goliath in the dark. It sounds terrifying. Like, <laughs> flames behind you with this guy, but like flesh is burning off of his face. Um, roll me, roll me an athletics check to drop kick this bookshelf. Sixteen. Sixteen does it. Hey, you climbing on those books? Don't overdo it. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's now wondering whether he should put that in in post or like a little turntable stop that goes (laughs) 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 you you drop kick this bookshelf this guy falls to the floor from quite a height I've dropped my dice sorry everybody (laughs) method acting from the dice there <laughs> he takes eight damage from the fall <laughs> straight onto his face. And he looks stupid. Double whammy. Yes. This guy, like, he should be fully knocked out, but <laughs> in the dark. That just what he stood on has fallen out from underneath him. This guy face plants the floor, go, oh no, my tooth. <laughs> and his teeth fly out of his face. Oh. Um, Titus, that's the end of your go. It's now it's now guard four who is currently on fire in... Uh... <laughs> is he? Wow. Don't want to tangle with him. <laughs> he is going to... Uh, he's prone, so he's going to use half his movement to stand up, and he's going to use his action to try and dust the flames off of him, dust him out, so he can't do anything this round. Get in. He doesn't manage to put the flames yes! out. He's still ablaze. His clothes are still on fire. He's screaming out. All these guards are around him going, what is going on? It is a bit like Home Alone, to be fair, isn't it? You got your wish, Ads. Zakaya, you're up. What are you doing? Okay, well, um, I am terrified of fire. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that. You can probably guess where that's come from. So I'm not going anywhere near the guy who's on fire. So I'm going to stay where I am, especially because I'm fairly weak with with low health. I'm going to ready the crossbow and go for another hit on one of the other guards um so i will roll to hit from where i'm from where i am with the crossbow yeah which guard are you going for are you going for guard number one who is the big beefy boy that arc attacked there's guard two who is right up close to arc like behind him there's you could see guard three who has fallen off the uh bookcase mm-hmm. and Guard four is the guy who's on fire, so you can definitely see him as well. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I've already got the best chance of hitting guard four, the one who's on fire. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna go for guard four who's on fire. Put that fire out. Roll to hit, d20 plus your dex modifier. 15, does that hit? 15 hits this guy. Yes, nice. Arrow shoots through and this guy who's on fire probably doesn't even feel the pain of this arrow going into him <laughs> he just he just feels another sharp pain and screams out ah, ah! Roll, uh, roll damage six yeah he um they although he's on fire and he has taken an arrow like to the shoulder 
Um, still looking okay. Still looking oh, rather okay. We shouldn't have tangled with these bastards, should we? Back to the top of the round. Ark, that's your go. Um, yeah, I'm going to hit the big guy twice again. Okay. So that is... Ooh, uh, 22. Hits. And the second one is a 20, a natural. Hits. Lovely. So... Nine damage with the sword, and then, oh, drop my dice, taking it though, and four damage with my dagger. So 13 overall. Yep. You've absolutely rinsed this guy. There is blood pouring out of him. He has been cut up in the shoulders and in the ribs. Um, yeah, you are. This guy is looking super bloodied. Um, it's his go, and he's going to retaliate. He's going to multi-attack you. Of course he is. With uh, the sword that he's holding. So here we go. That's a natural one. Swings and a miss. Oh! He, on his first swing, he swings across to you. You dexterously duck out of the way, and his sword careers into his friend. And his friend takes... Oh, here we go. Yes. Six damage as the <laughs> sword connects into his mate. He then ah, oh, what? Oh. He then pulls his sword out again and goes for another swing on you. I guess an 11 doesn't hit you either. No. Swings and a miss. Swings right round. Yeah. <laughs> Bird person crotch chop. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is... Go- <laughs> That is guard number two who has had this sword like swung into him by his own friend and he's going to go after you now as well, Ark, and he's going to multi-attack you. Can I just say to him, are you sure you want to stand too this close to this guy? Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) It's dark and they have not worked out that they're in too close quarters to each other. But again, um, rolls an eight, so misses you and swings into his friend, the big guy who you've been trying to hit all this time. Take this. Does an extra two damage to him. And then he's going to, yeah, he's going to try and attack you again. Oh, does a 15 hit you? Just hits. Just hits. Okay. That's three damage to you, Ark, as he swings back round and uh, goes for your abdomen. Tries to tries to get in a swing there. Uh, it's God. Sorry. As a reaction, I'm going to cast Wrath of the Storm. Uh, so he needs to make a deck save. He got a natural one. Oh, lovely. Which means, Ark, <gasps> when you do this damage to him, it is going to be doubled. Yeah, boy! I rolled a on my D8, a two and a one. So that's three damage. <laughs> <laughs> so times that by two, six, six. damage six altogether. Damage. Yeah. Six damage, okay. Still looking okay. Still looking all right. Uh, still looking pretty healthy. Um, that's guard number three who fell off the bookshelf earlier and face-planted the floor. Um, Titus, you are right next to him. You drop-kicked, so you Mm -hmm. are currently prone right now. He's going to use half of his movement to get up, and then he's going to attack you with advantage as he stabs down into you. Does a 16 hit you, Titus? Yes. Okay, you take... Six points of piercing damage as this guy stands and stabs down into your body. As I'm raging, 
what happens to that? Is that half hard? damage? So you only take three. Get in. Thank you for reminding me. Um, yeah, this guy is, he's, he's, but like you look at him as he's looking down and stabs into you. All you can do is laugh at him because he's got no teeth left in his face. And every time he, every time he tries to make a sound, he's just whistling through his gums. Like, <laughs> he sounds so hurt. Um, Are we like, Madame Mondana's here. She's outside. <laughs> Let her in. Titus from Prone, that is your go. Uh, right, let's not piss about anymore. Can I do a kip up, please? You, you, you're on, you're on fire. You're not literally on fire, but you are on fire. So you kip up with no checks needed whatsoever. You Get just, you are up. Um, roll to hit this guy who Come has on, absolutely no teeth left in his face. Twelve. Uh, Twelve. Oh, wait, misses. hang on. Thirteen. Oh, it doesn't really matter. Thirteen. 13 misses you sw swing and a miss uh, he ducks out uh, ducks out the way of your uh, your attack on him and your sword goes into one of these bookcases isn't stuck but is just in the side of that bookcase for now um, <laughs> okay this is guard number four yes he's gonna stand up well he's human he is, torch he, the human torch is stood torch. up and he's gonna try Pi and pyro Johnny <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna try and pat himself out get rid of the fire Okay, he does it this time. He he do, he doesn't do stop, drop, and roll, but he manages to dust all the flames off. His face is like melting off his it's his skull. Um, it does not look good. But that's his action. He's going to use his movement then to come towards Titus. Um, so he uses his movement, gets behind Titus. Titus, you're facing this other guard, so you've got another guard behind you currently. Um, Zakaya, that's your go again. Okay. I feel like now the guy's stopped being on fire, I'm, I'm probably going to get a little bit closer to the situation. And also, I feel like my crossbow is not doing as much damage as I could be doing if I was meleeing. So I am going to... Um, I'm 60 feet away, aren't I? So I just need to use an action, I guess, to get there. Yes. What's, yep. your, what's your movement? 30 feet? It is, yeah. Can I do it stealthily though so they because they still don't necessarily know that i'm here they've seen a few bolts come flying but it's yeah. pretty dark so can i do a stealth check to try and get up close to them but not be spotted you can with your movement with your normal movement you could get 30 feet closer so you would yeah. be so 30 I need to do feet the next away time. from them yeah absolutely i need to do it next time great roll me a stealth check okay Ooh, yes uh 19 19, absolutely. Down uh, down the left side or the right side of the stairs? The right side. Okay, you go down the right side and you're heading towards uh, towards where Titus and these two guards are. Mm -hmm. You, uh, you, uh, I guess you're hiding behind one of these bookshelves just yep. to get a, get a line of sight on them. Mm -hmm. um, you've used your movement. Um, you still have action and bonus action. I'll just make sure I'm hidden. I'll make sure I'm out of sight because I want to get the drop on these guys and help my brother out. Okay. Um, with your stealth check that you rolled to get there, you successfully hide. Um, no one spotted you right now, but you are successfully hidden. Um, Ark, back to you. Rinse and repeat. Hit the big guy twice. Yes, finish him. Okay. Finish him. Uh, first one is a 16. Misses. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's uh, eight. Okay, swing and a miss both times. Cool. Um, 
you, sw you, you swing over this guy. Too dexterous at the moment, even though he's bloodied and bleeding, stabbed by you so many times. Fuck, what's this bird fucking cunt doing for me? <laughs> okay. Guard one is now going to take another multi-attack on you. Ooh, okay. A five won't hit, but I'm guessing a 19 will. Absolutely will. Okay, you take nine points of piercing damage as he swings into you. Okay. Ooh. Guard two is directly behind you, and he's going to... Uh, yeah, he's still gonna he's gonna try and attack you. Not using a multi attack this time, just trying to stab you with the sword once. Oh yeah, an eighteen hit. Yeah, does hit. Okay, you take two points of piercing damage. These guards are in such a flurry. They were like merely seconds ago. They were just throwing knives and shooting the shit and doing your <laughs> mama jokes. One of them's on fire. One of them's lost his teeth, and the other two are being slaughtered to death by a bird person <laughs> so it's not going well um we we head over to guard three who is in front of titus with titus staring back at him he's the bookcase guy who fell down um he's gonna try and multi-attack titus i'm guessing a 19 and a modded 20 hit you titus yes they both hit okay you're still raging so you're gonna take half of this that is Eight, half to four damage. How you looking, dude? Nine HP left. <sighs> Titus, that's your go. I am going to attack guard four because he's not attack. He's going to bound to attack me. He's right behind me, isn't he? He's right behind you, yeah. So I'll attack him with the great sword. That's what I'm talking about. Twenty-two. 22. That definitely hits. Roll your damage. 11. Titus, finish this guard. Yes. <laughs> He's the one who was on fire, wasn't he? He was the one who was literally seconds ago on fire. Okay. Uh, so he thinks he's got the drop on me, sneaking up behind me. And I spin round, raise the great sword above my head, and in, in a, an homage to you, Jamie, a.k.a. Art, I say, as the, as the sword hangs above my head, I'm going to Dewey decimate you. <laughs> Slash down, <laughs> split him in half. And as a bonus action, I'm going to put the, the toothpick in the mouth. Um, yeah, you split this guy in half. Um, and much like you have done uh, previously, Titus, half of this guy ends up propped up on the bookshelf and the other half on the floor <laughs> with his yes. organs spilling all over the floor. You have cut this guy in half. He looks like a wallet when you open a wallet. Like that. <laughs> oh, and a crispy wallet at that. <laughs> <laughs> crispy, mm, crispy fried wallet. wallet. <laughs> a delicacy of Uji. <laughs> sounds like a euphemism that we haven't used enough on this podcast yet. Um, that is going to be, I was going to say that was guard number four's go, but he split it's in half, job. so uh, mm, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to carry right on to Zach. Zach, you are hidden behind this bookshelf. What are you doing? Nice. So I'm going to move uh, another 30 feet so that I'm sort of close to the action, but again, I'm going to stealth it so I'm, I'm out of sight so I can get the drop on the guys. More so as a bonus action. Well, we'll do the stealth first. So do I have to roll stealth again? 
Uh, tell me exactly where you're trying to get to. Are you trying to get to the guy who is by Titus or the, the big guy and the other guy the by guy, The guy by Titus. I'm going to try okay. and take him down because I five, feel like five, the big five. guy is going to be a little bit out of my league at the moment. Cool. You yep. can use 10 feet of your movement and you will have light, like a closer line of sight. If you used all of your movement, you'd be right up close to them. In oh, fact, no, right, okay. You want to do that, don't you? Because of melee attacks. I want to attack him, you yeah. you want to yeah. do. Great, you use all of your movement. You get right up to this guy. You are behind this guy. He has no idea that you are there. <gasps> That's exactly um, what I want. Flanking is in effect here. So uh -huh. attack with advantage. Nice. Okay, I'm rolling. Two d20s, baby. Two d20s. Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Yes. Yes. Okay, nice. All right. Roll that damage. Okay. What are you attacking here with? I am attacking uh, here with uh, my hand axe, and I'm going to just, like, oh. go right for the back of the neck. That nice soft tender oh. bit right there. So uh, my hand axe like is a 1d6. Like a reverse Pez dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. 1d6 uh, plus three. Which one's a d6, Ads? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You almost made him spit out his green juicy drink <laughs> weird thing. Oh, it's a six. That's a crit. Yay. So it's nine. Nine damage. This guy is looking so hurt. Like you swing this axe into his neck and just like Adam suggested. Is it hanging off a little bit? He becomes a sideways Pez dispenser. <laughs> just every time he moves his neck a little to the left, a little bit of blood spurts out oh, just every now and then. Nearly you headless Nick. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> nearly headless. <laughs> Harry Potter reference the for one. all the Potter nerds out there. Well done. Um, right. That is back to the top of the round. Ark, what are you doing? So how are they looking around me right now? The two, the two mm. guys in front of you and yeah. behind you. Uh, guard number one, the big beefy boy who was doing the throwing knives. Um, he is very, very hurt. And the guy behind you is kind of okay. Um, I'm going to be really lame. I'm sorry. I'm going to take the dodge action. Ooh, okay. I'm going to try and get out of those those two guys. So, I, um, yeah, I'm going to fly along the floor, but I want to kind of try and get some cover behind some bookshelves because I'm not looking good right now. <laughs> so you take the dodge action. Where are you wanting to move to? Just behind a, a, one of the bookshelves. I want to fly as quickly as I can. So I want to use my full yep. movement, 50 foot, but I want to get behind a bookshelf if I can. Just for cover. Two opportunity attacks coming your way. Yep. How are you doing on HP? I've got four hit points. Oh. Four hit points. Okay. Here we go. Okay, one of them misses. The other yes. one gets a modded 20. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So the damage is whatever is on the dice plus one. That's three no. plus one. Ark, in your attempt to retreat, oh God. you see this big guy who is so bloodied and beaten and hurt, takes a swing across your abdomen and you see feathers fly into the air. And Zakaira and Titus, 
as this happens, you feel you feel something in your mind. You feel something in your heart. You genuinely feel like a needle is just pricking and prodding at your nervous system, at your literal nerves, and you know something has happened, but you haven't quite seen what's gone on. Feathers erupt into the air, and arc, you tumble and cascade onto the floor. You are currently knocked out unconscious. That is guard number one, who is beaten and bloodied, who... Okay. Have to do this, it. You big... have to do it. <laughs> this has got so emotional all of a sudden. I'm like, oh God, our bond. Our prophecy. This big guy rushes over to you and as you are prone on the floor, um, gets advantage on this attack to melee you. Okay, that was a three on one of the dice, but that was a modded 20 on the second dice to hit. He... Stabs down into you. Stop, stop. He's already dead. But that is... That is immediately two failed death saves for Ark. It is now guard number two's go. Who waltzes up to you. No! No, mate, come on. Fuck off. He waltzes up to you and he is going to try, with advantage, to stab into you. This is going to be an absolute miracle if this doesn't go down. I'm not having this. I'm sorry. Can we stop? (laughs) (laughs) What's your AC arc currently? 15. 15. Okay. They have a plus one to strength and they have advantage on this. I feel sick. Yeah, me too. Can we interject in some way? Can we do something? That's a natural one. And a 14. (gasps) He stabs down into you to try and get at your flesh. There are so many feathers everywhere that he misses, like, the webbing between your wings and your back. And he completely misses you. He does not stab into you. Um, That is guard number three, who is with Titus and Zakiah. Guard number three has seen what is going on and is going to try and rush past Titus and Zakaya. No, fucking not. And try and stab down. Um, is that, he's moving. Is that Steve meowing in the background, by that the way? Is, Steve is so upset that you've killed his dad. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I literally could hear him going, Daddy! <laughs> no! Um, oh. Right. This guy makes a move. He has seen Can this I feathery bird. He tries to move past me, Ollie. This guard dashes towards where Ark is on the floor. Titus and Zakaya, you both make opportunity attacks. Great. Roll a d20 with your melee attack and try and hit this guy from getting to Ark. 16. Roll your damage. Okay. 17. At 17 hits. Hold off on rolling damage a second here, Titus. I got a six again. So that's a nine. Okay, nine damage to this guy. Oh my god. Um, he's got one hate, uh, hit point left. 
Um, so Titus, you have hit him. Roll your damage. Get him, Titus. Get him. Well, yeah. Can I just do an unarmed strike instead, please? Yeah, you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, roll damage. I don't actually need to roll my damage. It's just bludgeoning damage from a unarmored strike melee attack. So it's five damage, Ollie. Oh, yes. Yay. This guy had one HP left. He goes down. <laughs> Titus, you finished another one off. How do you how do you take this guy down? So he's, he's trying to sort of run past me. Yeah. What what did Ark do? Did she shiv him? She? Oh, you mean, you mean Zach? Is that, I, yeah, sorry, I, I yes, sorry. What did... No, no. I, mean, I got him with a hand axe again, so it was another big cleave to the Pez dispenser. Okay. His head's now very, very nearly, nearly, nearly... <laughs> very wobbly it. head. Yep. Uh, so I sort of grab him by the scruff of the throat again, and he's sort of... I'm picturing him, his legs sort of spinning in midair as he tries <laughs> to run, and I just pick him up, turn him round, and I look at him in the face, and I say, were you about to try and kill my friend? And he's a death store, so he's no need to lie. What? Were you about to kill my friend? Yeah, uh, I, 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 I was, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. Well, I'm afraid the chance of that happening is jack all. And then I headbutt his head clean off. I was gonna say smack him with a book and go, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> You see this guy's head fly across this basement of this library, still with the expression on his face of absolute shock and horror as blood spills from his neck cavity. Um, those were just reactions. Uh, mm -hmm. Bloody hell. Um, Titus, it is now your go. You have a massive big guy who has just stabbed down into Ark. You have his friend who totally missed him stabbing down. But yeah, you have these two guys who are standing over Ark, wanting to kill him. My uh, my thought here is Zach, is the big guy, as much as he's terrifying, has low HP. So I figure I should go after the other one and try and sort of take him out of the picture. Because you're after me, aren't you, in terms of... So I think that's the best yeah. strategy. Yeah, you go first. No, you've got it. Okay. I'll follow you. Yeah, yeah I'll just... Uh, it's, ah, I'll tell you what. I want to get him away from... Away from Ark. Because mm. there's could only two like, of them left. Could you, like, Superman dive into him? Like, tackle him Yeah, I was going to try, floor? like, grapple him into a wall or something. Mm. So I've just... <laughs> I, put, I, I put down the lifeless... <laughs> torso of the bloke who's I've just headbutted his head off. You toss this body away over into the bookshelf. Can it's I actually, no, can now. I try, because I'm in the same place, can I try and put him next to the one who I've just cut, cut in half? So there's half a body and a headless body there. And then yeah, I you absolutely look can. At God, what is it, God 2? We're still dealing yeah, with God you? Yeah, God 2 and God 1 still up. I'd quite like to just run and try and like skewer guard two and drive him into a wall. So like he's like pinned against the wall with the sword. That was my thought process. Is that possible? Okay. So you want to essentially turn your body into a human spear or clothesline of some kind. Yes. But with your sword out front, you want to spear this guy, shish kebab this guy and take him away from where Ark is. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay. 
you're using your movement, which is to get to him about 15 feet, and then, you know, it's another five feet into a bookshelf, so that's absolutely fine. Um, you are going to... What am I going to make you do here? You're attacking with your weapon, so I'm going to ask you to roll to hit to try and spear this okay. guy. Um, and then, yeah, we'll take it from there. 22, baby. 22. Okay, you definitely hit this guy. You stab into this guy. Roll your damage, first off. 12. 12 damage. Titus, how do you do this? How do you kill this guard? <laughs> You've killed every one of these cunts. <laughs> sorry, sorry for stealing all this, guys. You can kill the big guy, uh, Zach. No, no, please. I'm just happy that we might be able to save our friend. Jamie, are you okay? Because listeners won't be able to see this, but you are holding your head on the Zoom. It's like you're just so like on the edge right now. How are you feeling in this moment as Jamie? Um, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. So I don't want to say. <laughs> okay, great, mm. lovely. Um, yeah, Titus, how do you do this? Uh, I don't want to steal uh, Zach's line. So yeah, think of the think of the puns. That's what you need to do right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yep. same page. Um, <laughs> anything about what else is? Yeah, <laughs> I can see him googling. <laughs> uh, Oh no, I know what I'm gonna do. Right, okay, so obviously the joke is Did you return your books late? Because you got fine written all over you. But I'm gonna say, Did you return your books late? And the bloke Ollie says What? Because <laughs> you've got dead written all over you. <laughs> <laughs> you careen into this guy, you shish kebab him onto your sword and you keep going into this bookshelf. Um, your your sword is through him into this bookshelf. This bookshelf then starts to topple over. And <laughs> as this bookshelf topples over and you fall on top of this guy, the sword then goes through him to see him off and kill him. Ugh. He is now... You have shish-kebabbed a guy, threw a sword and threw a bookshelf. He's dead. Blood is pouring out all over these books. Um... Titus, that is the end of your go. Um, Zakaya, it's up to you. Okay. Um, wow. All right. So I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to move the bear totem uh, where we are. So it's now with me and Arkan Titus. We're all in the circle. Oh. Um, so we're all bathed in a little bit of that, which is great. Um, I would have done it sooner, but there was a lot of opportunity attacks going on and my boy was getting <laughs> feathered. Um, but yeah, so... I'm next to um, Ark, but I'm going to go after the big guy. Uh, and I am just going to do a run and jump and leap uh, up to his head with the axe, uh, hand axe over my head to go straight down the middle of his forehead, like cleave him in the forehead and hopefully get to the brain so that he's out like a light. Okay. Um, you're going to use your movement. You run forward towards him. You are... Hitting him with this axe. Roll to roll to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, four to hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I tried. I fucking tried. That was a fucking horrible roll. Um, two, four. As a 
as a bonus action, I will let you shove this guy to try and get him away from Ark. So you've run, you've jumped, mm -hmm. your action has missed him, but you are still careering forward. So if you want to shoulder barge him as you're flying through the air, um, I'm going to need you to make a an athletics check. Okay. He is going to make an opposed athletics check yep. to try and save from this tiny little half-elf druid from careering into him. What did you get? Two. Well, actually, I got uh, I got five. <laughs> <laughs> With my modifier, I got five. Crying out loud. Okay, fine. Um, he's got a plus one. So if he gets a four, it's another roll-off. If he gets a three, he fails. Okay. Here we go. Oh my god, he got a three. <laughs> he failed, oh nice. Oh my god, he got a three. Uh, I need to calm the fuck down. Right. Um, <laughs> I think we all need okay. to lie down in a dark room after this. Okay, Zakiah, you shove this guy. He moves. The sword comes out of Ark's back and he's not let it go, but he is moving and he flies into this bookshelf and he falls prone on the floor. Right. Um, yeah, because he because he didn't miss the decks, he is gonna take some damage from this. That's five damage from like hitting his head and falling, so that's fine. I can tell you right now that this guard has a two HP left. Get him, get him lads, come on, we got this. Um, Zach, that is the end of your go. Ark, I know you've been dreading this for, I think, the last, uh, the whole of the last round. Make me a death saving throw, please. Bearing in mind, guys, if Ark fails, he's dead. And there's nothing else we can do. Well, you, you could have, you could have healed me in the last, uh... <laughs> That whole we last round. We've also got a guy who, who is like one hit from killing you, so we're trying to keep him off you. Can we do a medicine thing just, on him? Uh, just saying, just saying. Guys, guys, after this fight, if we get through it, let's all have a talk about what we can do in these situations, all right? Let's get the party together and Art can be, Art can be a dad to Zakaya. I didn't know say, we could give hey, him a potion. He's out cold. <laughs> um, right, Ark, roll me a death saving throw. Ark dies. <gasps> really? Yeah, roll the five. No. Ark. You are lying prone on the floor and visions and images start flashing through your head. Like your life does start to flash before your eyes, but when you experience it, what do you see, Ark? in your final moments, what flat, what moments in your life genuinely flash before your eyes? I think it's his family. So Ark thinks about his wife and kids and just like flying together. Um, yeah, just flying together in the clouds. Flying together in the clouds, uh, teaching your kids how to barrel roll, how to scoop clouds up with you know, your wings and how to dive bomb. And I think probably most of all from Ark is 
with what we've known of Ark so far is just how to be a good person. Um, it's a life lesson that I kind of think that you definitely want to pass on to your kids and your wife respects you for. You see the time that you defied Harleatus Aids with the killing of the gnomes on the planet of Ene. Um You even see the first time that you, Zakiah and Titus bonded over unbuckling each other's seatbelts on the submarine when you first landed in the ocean. And everything goes dark and lights begin to fade and the sounds of thunder and lightning echo in the distance as your final moments fade away from your mind and your vision. And just before, just before the horizon disappears and the sunset goes from your mind, you hear a final voice that says, you haven't accomplished what I wanted you to accomplish yet. Is your boy tempo? <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. Well, thank you so much for playing today, guys. Um, Fuck you, Bateman. <laughs> what are you doing I again? Am heartbroken. <laughs> Absolutely bloody heartbroken. I thought I saw a, a, a genuine tear come from uh, Amy Mallet's eye. Genu- I was welling up. Girl. I was welling up at the bit with his family and learning to do barrel rolls. Like you, you were welling up. I was. I was there being quiet while everyone was attacking. I was thinking, oh, you've you've both got healing potions in your in your bags. <laughs> We've got li- one. But- you I literally know, I have two healing potions you. in your bags. You could have even tried well. your medicine check on me. You'd be there, it's fine, don't worry about it. Oh, we thought we were defending you. Yeah, looking back, I feel, suddenly feel quite guilty about concentrating on Googling puns uh, whilst all that was going on. I had one in the bag as well, Ads. I actually had one ready. <laughs> that could have been a handy potion. The only way that would have been better if I had gone into my satchel to look through, look for like library puns and gone, potion, don't need that, that's not a pun. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, thank you so much to my players, uh, Adam, Amy and Jamie for playing this week. Uh, Join us again next week when we see who the hell that voice was speaking to Ark. Um, And if Ark is truly of this world anymore. We shall see. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see you in two weeks' time for that. But in the meantime, you can follow this podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Go at um, Dice Death Pod. I will never remember it, Jamie. I'm really sorry (laughs) every time I do that. I will fuck it up every single time. Um, But if you are listening to this podcast... You should subscribe to us and you should leave us a five-star review because it really, really, really helps out. I would at this point like to thank um, all our international listeners who are uh, listening to us, like from America, from Australia, from Ireland, from like New Zealand. So a big shout out to you guys for making this UK podcast seem even bigger than it actually is. So no, thank you very much. Um, Jamie, you are not 
dead in real life. So if people want to see you not dead in real life... This friendship is, just so you know. This friendship is definitely <laughs> Where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jamu1987. And yeah, tweet these guys. Tweet these guys about, about healing potions, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We will all sit down and have a adult kid chat about when we can give and can't give healing potions. Um, Amy, if people want to find you on social media, where can they find you? So I'm on Twitter at Amy underscore Mallet and on Instagram at I think therefore I Amy. And I will uh, share details about the RIP Arc uh, Facebook page that I'll be setting up <laughs> in tribute to our feathery friend. <laughs> New merch in the store, guys. RIP Arc. Or is it RIP Arc? We'll find out. And mm. Adam, of course, if people want to find you on social media, where can they find you and follow you? You can find me on everything at Adam Wilborn. And if I even did know about the healing thing, Jamie, I'd have thrown them all away and gone for a medicine check because that's how I roll. <laughs> well, two weeks time from now, we'll find out what's happening to Ark oh. on the next episode of Dice With Death. Bye, guys. search for Spock kind of he's dead <laughs> how do we resuscitate him kind of thing could you really call it a lark I don't know what I don't understand that reference but like, yeah <laughs> I've just finished watching The Mandalorian so I'll be up on it more I can't I can't believe you've just said that because that's that you know that's you know that Star Wars right you do know that Star Wars <laughs> yeah. yeah I just I just need to check with you Adam <laughs> <laughs> I need to be sure oh my god that was intense guys that was intense